0: The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. Smash that like. Subscribe to the channel if you have not subscribed. Big dubs in the building. Let's go. You guys already know what time it is, man. It's big dubs everywhere. Everyone knows what a huge win these bills came up with. Huge win. Big dubs all day, every day. We can now breathe just a little bit. Breathe just a little bit. Folks, as you guys jump into the room, you're saying you know you guys already know what know what it is, man. I gotta I gotta tell you, we got a big time matchup. This is the playoffs now. And if anybody is thinking that <clears throat> hold on, somebody said my mic, my mic sound, my mic sounds a little off. Let me fix that a little bit. I thought I did. We can go right back to it. Let me fix that up for y'all. But folks, we have a grand opportunity a grand opportunity to fix and fix the wrongs that we've had all season long. Do we not fix wrongs, do what needs to be done. I hope that the speaker now is better. I'm sure it is. Uh, we have an opportunity to do a lot of big things. And one thing that I will do as a fan is not overlook any team going forward. You can't because the minute you make the postseason. You are one of the best teams in the league. So that means there ain't no, we should go in there and whoop these Steelers. <laughs> that is not the case. Because I'm sure that exactly what teams were thinking when the Giants backed into the playoffs. Nearly, nearly took, took, took everybody by storm. Actually, they did because they won the whole damn thing. Beating them what the 17-0 at the time. Patriots, there isn't. Uh, we are going to wax the Steelers There isn't. Now, can we be confident? Hell yeah, we can be confident. But man, oh man, I know it's one of those things where it's like, yo, we got to enjoy this win and keep it going. Listen, it's Tuesday. I got one more day to enjoy this. <laughs> one more day to enjoy this because we have to go back sometimes in order to, to see where you're going and in order to, to, to kind of take a pause and see where you're at. Sometimes you just got to, You just got to peel back and say, yo, where we've been? Don't you? I mean, sometimes in life, sometimes you got to see that where you've been. Like for me personally, I know where I've been. I know where I grew up. You know what I'm saying? I know how I grew up, all that good stuff. And then when I sit there and see, all right, yo, I got my kids, man, my wife, and moving and all that stuff. Sometimes you got to be like, yo, where was I? And where you're at now, man? For me, that's a blessing for sure. You mean the man upstairs is taking care of me? But when you look at the bills, man, yo, at one point, Six and six, it looked dire. Let's, let's keep it a buck here. It was dire. We were looking like, holy smokes. Is, is, are we really going to squander this opportunity? Are we really going to squander this roster? Think about it. This is one of the better rosters we've had. Last year, I thought we had one of the better rosters. This year, pretty damn strong. We're not going to squander that, are we? We were at a point in the season, we were at a what, plus 100 in point differential. How are you going to squander that going six and six? Then you start going back to the games because I'm telling you right now, if, if at one point we, we didn't make it, we would have sat there and I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. We would have sat there saying, damn, that, that Jets game. Aaron Rodgers goes down. Yo, we were meant to take that. Oh, we lost that game. Oh, right. Okay, fine. It's week one. We get it. Week one is one of those weird weeks where you just don't understand sometimes. Sometimes teams lose and teams win that you're like, what? Like the Lions taking care of the Kansas City. At that point, you're like, whoa. I mean, shoot. Broken clock is twice, right, twice a day, right? So you're like, okay, I'll let it pass. And then start, things start to, you know, materialize. The Bills get back on track and they're waxing teams. And then London. And then the firing of Ken Dorsey. And then you're like, okay, whoa, now. Losing to the Denver Broncos, 12 men on the field. They're like, yo, this is are we destined to not make it? Losing, like, losing to a team when you really want it with a missed field goal. But hold on now, flag on the play. Come on, right? There's a lot of things that we can go back to and say, look at where we've been, but we're not done. Like my man Kobe says, job not done. We got, we got, we got four more to go. Just like Kobe, listen, just like my man Stefan Diggs. Right right, out, right in my man's ear. I don't know why they had to do this, though. Like, Listen, you're not LeBron. LeBron likes to do this. He likes to cover their mouth. I hate when players do this. I, I can't stand it. You ever see them? After, after a game, even NFL players are starting to do it now, too, where LeBron is notorious. He'll come in, he'll go into the mic and, and block his mouth and say, bro, microphones are everywhere, this bitch. <laughs> we can hear you. <laughs> we can hear you. Hey, So Diggs goes up to Josh Allen. Four more. Four more, bro. We heard you, bro. <laughs> we, we know what's happening. We got four more to go. You damn right. And it starts in Pittsburgh. But, man, I'm going to tell you something, man. We got banged up. We got banged up. We, we, we looking like the banged up Bills right now. Now, we it could be worse. We could be the Miami Dolphins because they got some key players that are out, but they should be coming back. Good for them. Maybe they take down the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs is trying to get the game moved. Boy, you better kick rocks. The, these are the elements. You don't get to move. You don't get to move shit. Now, the Bills, when we have, when we have snow, I mean, we do what we can. We call all the, all the folks to the stadium, say, hey, we need your help, Buffalonians. Come on down to the stadium, bring your shovel, hey, and get the shoveling. And guess what? They all come out, start shoveling all the way down the little chute, all that good stuff. Kansas City, you'll be fine. Get your plows out there clean that shit up, and you're going to play in the snow. you going to play in the snow. Don't let Miami off the hook. <laughs> don't let Miami off the hook. You're going to play in the snow. Y'all are both going to play in the snow, and then y'all can duke it out. I mean, we don't got to deal with that because we're the number two seed, baby. What? Because <laughs> we're the number two seed. Stole that right from under your fingertips. I mean, as a, as a Dolphins fan, you got to be sitting here going, golly. Not only... Did we get that thing stolen from underneath us? We had a three-game lead on the Bills. We were we were dancing in Miami. They were playing Will Smith. <laughs> that's, how, that's how confident they felt. They were playing Will Smith. Welcome to Miami. Well, you're going to Kansas City now. <laughs> it's welcome to Buffalo now. So it's, it's, it's just interesting to see how these all play out. It's like where the season was at one point to where we are now. Six and six on the brink. And now you're the number two seed. But let's not let it go in vain. Can't let it go in vain. Now, these bills are banged up, folks. These bills are banged up. And there's only one person I trust to talk about injuries, to talk about how and where certain players are developing and what what we need to to go by. And I got my guy, the thigh doctor, coming on. And he's going to talk to me and let me know if I should be at ease and be okay? Or do we have some some serious things that we got to talk about? I mean, Gabe Davis hurt. You got a laceration from Deion Dawkins. Taylor Rapp got banged up at the end, but I think he's going to be all right. I mean, the list can go on. Who else got hurt in that game? I'm trying to think. I'm going to let my guy go on. I'm going to let my guy bring it down. So, folks, you guys already know what time it is.
0: Smooth operator (laughs) (laughs)
2: We're going to be right back with my man, the Thigh Doc, Alex Lucci. He's going to break it down and we're going to talk about injuries. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, my guy, the thigh dog. What's up, baby?
0: Hey, what's up, Rico? Ooh,
2: How we here, doing today? You, you business. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's playoff time. It's about mm. that time. Listen, folks. Just just for curiosity, are you guys hearing everything uh, uh, in terms of uh, the music? Was the music loud? Because it seems a little low on my end. Doc, I was it, it was it good? Did you hear everything properly?
0: Yeah, I thought it was good. There, there's like one oh, little boy. wave. that kind of like it, so, it dips. It dips for a dog. second. Yeah. The man of
2: the hour talk to me we need to figure out what uh, what the deal is with uh
0: with these injuries bro yeah we talk. got a couple we got a couple so we'll mm. take it uh we'll do it in priority here let's go uh, rasul douglas, Rasool um, douglas. biggest impact player hurt mm. um yeah so the angle the video i saw the angle I, I tried to break it down in a tweet um you know bent knee Hyde gets whipped into him from the outside um you so the problem is you can't see him from the front. I'm just seeing it from I'm looking at him on the side. I can't see it from the front. So I can't see if his knee buckles in.
2: As you keep so, talking, I'm gonna go pull up the video right now.
0: All right, cool. So um he gets hit from the outside going inward. That's common for an MCL sprain, right. the medial collateral ligament. Um that's a good one, good one to sprain. It heals quick if it's very mild. It still usually take two weeks, but Rico, this is what happens in the NFL. If, if no one's realized it, it's when these guys. First of all, these guys come back in injuries half the time as normal people. Yeah. Okay. Not your normal high school or whatever athlete, even your weekend warriors. Um, they come back in half the time that a normal injury takes. One, and then when it's the playoffs, you you take another half of that time off again. Okay. okay. So. Could he play on a very mild MCL sprain? He definitely could. He is a cornerback, though. Um, it's not the greatest idea. Ah, you yeah. are playing Pittsburgh. It could be a weather game. Mm-hmm. Um, here's, here's my initial prognosis. So basically, I think it's an MCL unless I see a different angle. He could have just bopped it, too, like he kind of came down from north to south on this. You mean he didn't twist it? exactly i need to see him from the front the, the all 22 i should be able to uh to be definitive yep. either you, you know or if he bopped it like from the top down you're, you're looking at like a kind of like a bruised joint potentially like a little irritation of the meniscus see how he comes from the side thank you for putting that up
2: yeah yeah i got you i got you yeah
0: so if he hits it directly on the side of the joint and the knee caves in it's an mcl if he kind of came on top of his femur like like on the bottom of his thigh going north to south and it doesn't cave in you're looking at just like an irritation in the joint um poyer missed a game earlier this year for a similar injury when a guy came down on his knee with a bent knee and probably irritated his old meniscal injury but he's his his knee was more banged up going into it and he's older um bottom line is is they didn't take his pads off he was there for an emergency purpose they must have been pretty confident that it was going to hold up that bodes well for this week. You are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. If I was the team, I would dress him and have him play Dane Jackson's role and then only need him if you think so. So, you could save him and if something's not going right, like hey, we're getting burnt or um I know it's not an ideal situation. You know, we're getting burnt or some guy goes down, then hey, Rasul, like you got to play. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be an ideal situation for Rasul. Again, I think in very mild MCL or like a little irritation of the joint, think more like uh, the most minor of a, like a meniscal type injury. Um, Non-surgical case here, guys. So I'm not too worried. He would be a lot better with two weeks rest.
2: So what I I was encouraged by was he was ready to hop back into the game. Correct. So Dane Jackson was like, dude, I got you. And I don't know if you guys saw the 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 quick interview that uh, Rasul Douglas yeah had, and uh, he was like, "Yo, I was ready to get back into it. I was gonna uh, tough it out and get back into it." And that was encouraging, obviously. But then when you hear Dane Jackson say, "Dude, sit still. I got you. We're good." I do have a bit of an issue with him sitting. Um, I mean, I I understand why he should sit, but you can't take this team for granted that we're about to play. No, I know George what you're Pickens, saying. Deontay Johnson. That's a lot of speed. That's a lot of speed at that receiver position, and all it takes is one one big shot. And Mason Rudolph is not a scrub right now. He's had what three games under his belt. He's got no interceptions, uh, and what four, three or four touchdowns.
0: Yeah, and, he- and he'll push. He pushes it too. That he, none of the other quarterbacks will then push it. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Now, mm-hmm. the other the other factor is is a weather game. So yes, if right. it if it is a slick field, uh, that bodes worse for him. But it does both better for us because the power won't be throwing it as much. So we'll see. You know what? This this one I got to chalk up to the the injury report. If we see him come in as a limited participant tomorrow, and he ramps up to full, he's going. If he's like DNP, that means you know, did not practice, did yep, not yep, practice, yep. limited. Yep. You know, if he's obviously DNP all week, he's out. If he, you know, if he's like, but if he's like miss, miss, limited on Friday, I think he's too banged up to 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 be out there in a full capacity. Again, it's a, it's, a, it's
2: yeah. a tough one for, for me, by the way. And I'm disappointed. You know, when someone makes a joke uh, or a reference to a movie or a TV show and they don't get it, and I'm like, oof, missed the opportunity. When you <laughs> said uh, he bopped his knee, I'm like, he didn't twist it. You didn't catch it. See, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a corny guy. Bop it, twist it, pull it. No?
0: Um, I feel, re- I feel really bad.
2: Ah, uh, it's okay because there's people <laughs> in this chat that'll understand exactly what I'm talking about, but you I'm a core ball like that. <laughs> so is that really like Canadian? I I entertain myself. Shame on you, first of all. This is an international <laughs> game. Everybody knows the bop it, twisted, pull it. You know what I'm saying? Hate it. Everybody, but anyway, that being said, I love I love the fact that you broke that down. Rasul Douglas should be okay because that is that boy is a dog, and we need that brother back. ASAP. Uh, but I feel like you're never gonna resist, invite you
0: got depth. I feel like you you're never exact- gonna invite me on now.
2: <laughs> you're always going to be invited on jackson and maybe we might see kayu Elam inactive. yeah you're right so maybe this is a, a moment where kayu Elam is in the game and we may not i mean I, I doubt it he touches the field but you just never know we might we he might be the unsung hero that uh we might see coming so uh that being said we're we're going in order now so who do we yeah. have next on the injury list that we got to talk about and i'm gonna play davis gabe davis mm, gabe davis so gabriel yeah. davis was an interesting one because uh the way he he took a spill um you you'd think that you know what i mean like it was it was it was just a, an innocent fall
0: yeah uh, you think, I'll you let think you it
2: as i pull up the video for you
0: yeah so uh the, the mechanism for a pcl yeah post, posterior cruciate ligament so that's that you know, it, it kind of runs uh, semi-parallel with the ACL, um, okay. but it's not as important for athletics, okay? Gotcha. So, um, it's not something that needs to have surgery on. Um, I guess she could if it was completely ruptured, but the initial reports are, it's going to be very, very mild because they're thinking about playing them. So, guys, generally, Rico, with a PCL, high-level athletics, uh, four to six weeks, okay, that, that would be the, the, the that would knock him out for the playoffs. However, if it's very mild, that's and that's the gist I'm getting because of that Rappaport tweet.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, he can come back, but he's going to have to get a brace and an injection, and he's not. It's like it's going to be like playing early on a high ankle sprain, like that kind of hobbled. Do you know what I mean? So I know his role is big on the run blocking. You know, we we miss good old big play game, but it just hasn't been there uh, much all this year. So I don't know how much he's going to be missed. I don't think he's going to be playing this week. I You know, I'd, I'd put my name on it. I don't think he's in this week. But I think two weeks from now, you, you're seeing him playing with a brace on uh, in the divisional round if we get there, knock on wood.
2: Four to six weeks, potentially, is, is the injury, which is a tough one. I think – I don't know if I saw it correctly, but I, I thought I saw a report that Gabe was out. Maybe maybe I'm seeing things, or maybe
0: there I, I – That was Watt. Watt's I know T be Watt out is Pittsburgh, out. Yeah. I thought I
2: saw Gabe Davis being out as well. But, I mean, well, I think, uh, we can – Yeah. They, wrote, can
0: they, on that they, said T, they said TBD is to be determined. To be determined. But, okay, we'll see. But, the, but the fact that they're not ruling them out means it's 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 a very mild case. So – Again, this is not like an ACL. It is a ligament of your knee, but it's more, I'd say, along the lines of like MCL, where these guys come back pretty early if it's just a low-grade sprain. Um, but it's it's a tricky one. It feels weird. People who get PCLs, it's like, something's wrong with my knee, but I can't tell you what where, where it's happening because it's like the, the ligament in the back. Uh, okay. So yeah, so like your knee will feel like a little shifty, but you can't tell where it's coming from. The ACLs are real obvious for people. They're like, wow, my knee's like buckling. So anyways, he, he took a stumble, that's the mechanism. It's when you fall straight on your knee, basically yep. your your shin bone sh- shears backwards on your femur. Yep. Um, it's, you know, he got up and he chased the guy down. He went to the bench, nothing happened. And then when he went out for that first route on the next series, it like- He wasn't like, right. Nah, he he must've nah. felt it give a little bit. And Absolutely. then he's like, he pulled up, so. What a,
2: what a terrible time to, to, to come up with an injury because you're like, for yeah. Gabe Davis especially, because A, He's in his final year of his deal, and we're we're going to the, to the late stretch of the season. You know what I mean, big Gabe, big game Gabe usually shows up in these playoffs. I mean, I mean the last time uh, we had a masterful game from Gabe Davis in that Kansas City game. So I mean, it's been some time now, but still, you're going to the playoffs. This is where you want to be, your healthiest, and then boom, this injury happens. I mean, I feel the same thing for TJ Watt. TJ Watt's like, yo, we just made the playoffs. We weren't supposed to make it. Now we're in, and mm-hmm. now I'm out, which really blows. So uh, you know they're gonna be playing extremely hard for Mike Tomlin. He'll be playing extremely hard for the team to make it work and have this guy come back but we as the Bills got to make sure that we eliminate that all that and one thing I did want to notice about um and I have a question for you so as a what kind of uh I guess uh feeling because I might I guess you answered it because you're like you don't know where it's coming from you just feel off and you just can't plant and you can't you can't go so and we saw him run that route and he tried to stop yeah. going forward was cool it's when he tried to stop and plant he was like yeah. shit, that ain't gonna happen so yeah. now Trent Sherfield is going to take the spot of Gabe Davis. And real question for you is, are you at all worried that Gabe may have to sit?
0: No. I don't That's mean that disrespectfully. Yeah, no, I think, um, I think Shurfield can uh, fill in amicably in the, the run blocking. He, yes. he's, Gabe, he's Gabe Davis light. I mean, yes, he is. I agree. Theoretically, he's supposed to have better hands, even though he's had a case of the drops too. But, um, you know, he showed up, he showed up this week. He, that's uh, so funny. Like these guys, you know, we crapped on them all year. They haven't done anything, these additions. And then we got like the trifecta, but they all stepped up and made huge plays. Hardy, Sherfield, and uh, there was another one on the tip of my tongue, but it was just, it was just funny that those guys had the, they had the plays in the no, last game. I, I'm, so, I'm totally
2: with you. So let's move on to the next great. one, my brother. Who do we got?
0: I mean Ty Johnson had a concussion. He took yep. that shot to the temple right before halftime. Yep. You know how you know Good how shot. concussions go. Listen, if it's a quarterback, he's probably gonna get cleared. Um, but when it's a running back, they they usually don't. So I wouldn't be surprised Ty stood out one week and then and then would be able to come back the next week. Again, it's the playoffs. So sometimes things get sped up. So I'm I'm on the fence with Ty. I think it's a hard press to push a running back through the protocol, but um it's not that it hasn't been done before, so we'll see on that one. I mean, I'm not too worried it's either. The best I can we, say. You got yeah. playoff
2: lending that's going to probably gonna be activated right. again, and then Latavius Murray is going to be on the on the field. So, and he was gracious enough and was a veteran enough to say, "Hey, I get it. I get yeah. it. I'm 33, 34 years old. Put the young bucks in. I mean, I've been a, a great contributor, and he has indeed. But I mean, his time is up, and uh, it's time for him to." Uh, to give the young guys a chance but now he's got an opportunity to to show his to show his stuff in the playoffs so this is where we need that veteran guy to to really lead the way because this is going to be a this is going to be a big game um and i say big game meaning it's gonna be a, a black and blue like we're gonna run the football and right now they got some dogs and i know people say oh here goes rico again fam don't sleep on the steelers ah there he goes never have no problem. they're
0: tough they are tough Cam are Hayward word is a man child Bro, listen. He is, he's like, he's like a, a slower, fatter Bruce Smith. He's mean. I do not want him near Josh Allen.
2: And, and not even that. Let's just go to the other side of the football because it's going to be a, a run game. He said it's going to be a, essentially a run game um, focused game. Jalen Warren can run the heck out of that football and so can Najee Harris. Najee Harris with three time. He's, a, he's, a, what? he's the first stealer to have a thousand yard three, three years in a row. So they're going to smash mouth and run the football. Thank goodness we got Daquan Jones back and the boys are back. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting matchup, uh, nonetheless. Uh, what about our boy Deion Dawkins, man? Uh,
0: lacerated it his just, finger. You, you know he made he he made it sound like he almost lost a finger. Like, is that is he serious? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't think it almost fell off. But you, you know how he is. He's kind of goofy. And like, kind for, of, sure, you for know. sure, for sure, for sure. I don't know. Out of doubt, it really almost fell off. And if it did get pulled back that far, um, you know, he probably sprained his joint too. Um, mm-hmm. But he's he's a lineman, man. He stitched it up, taped Club it up. up. He's playing. There's, he's at the Sabres game, riling up the crowd today. So I'm not too worried.
2: I like it. Uh, last but not least, I think I have was uh, I saw Jordan Phillips. He's got the pins out. Yeah. And, uh, he's ready to roll. I mean, I can't see him coming back. He's on IR, but they, they're not going to activate him. I think he's probably going to be done for the year.
0: Uh, Hand hand surgeries do better. Uh, He's a wrist dislocated. They usually take a while. Uh, His hand looks swollen as hell still. So um, when would he be available for for the divisional round? If If, he could come back?
2: If that if he can come back i mean do we it's like one yeah. of those situations do we need to bring him back and rush him back i mean d i mean daquan jones is back so i think we
0: should be all right but and you still got linval who's been absolutely just resting. Right, he's, right, he's right, an old man yeah he's 35 so he yeah, yeah he's I probably see. happy he's like yeah keep me fresh i think he's <laughs> i think um phillips is a break glass and if he does play he's gonna have to wear a club and that's really hard to play at the d-line
2: absolutely and and phillips has some moments where he can be a bow so i can see him using that club to smack some dude <laughs> up and then 15 year penalty we just made a big stop who did it <laughs> <Phillip. The club. laughs> exactly yeah. uh i think that's pretty much the gist of the just injuries. just
0: wrap just rap and i don't really wrap. know what that's happened there right. i, I kind of chalked it up to like getting the wind knocked out of him, but you know you could have a rib thing there so we'll see
2: yeah i think i'm all right with that so uh injuries aside um before you get out of here i need to know your overall thoughts and feelings on clinching taking the AFC East. I can't just bring you on just for the injury talk. I got to get a little bit of football talk out of you. Your thoughts on your overall thoughts on us clinching and uh, the performance we did from being six and six to now number two. seed.
0: I think this is exactly how the script was written. <laughs> get yes, get, sir. get get the, get the small market. Buffalo people always hurt down and then ooh, they're coming back, riling them up, but um, we'll see how it goes in the playoffs. You know, to be honest, we should have killed Miami. So if we can get that turnover problem, I know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let Josh be Josh. But, I mean, some some stuff he's got to – you just got to protect the ball better. I mean, the, the Gabe Davis pick was ugly. Um, I get that Wilkins burned uh, Torrance on a strip sack, but you got to – dude, you got to you gotta hold on to the ball there. And uh, those were points off the board. Dumb, dumb play on uh, – right before halftime. But we drove the ball at him, so that's super promising. It's like the whole game, I'm just kind of like, this is one of those games where we just can't get out of our own way, and we really should be winning this game. And thank God they pulled it off. So um, I still think the team's hot. So happy the defense is back on track. Daquan Jones is, again, this is freakish what he's doing. I don't think it's going really as like an unsung hero right now. Coming back it. 11 weeks, pec repair. Let's do he's, it. he's bucking like he's. He's, Look, if you book.
2: Yeah, I know. He, is. <laughs> he absolutely is booking. Uh,
0: he's being science, Rico. He's beating I like beating it. one
2: more injury. We haven't talked about, man. Tyrell Dotson. He's oh, out. AC joint. That's a huge one. Oh, yeah. He's out, man.
0: Yeah. So there, there, there was no like clear, like, hey, that's the hit he took. Um, So he must have like dinged it up and then noticed it wasn't right. But um, basically without seeing anything, it, all we've seen was a couple like big blows he had yeah Um, with through the shoulder it's looking like an ac joint again it's the playoffs you could definitely shoot that up and give him some padded extra padded protection in there i don't know if the team wants to roll it obviously you saw it with like ty johnson a couple weeks ago he was able to come back they probably numbed it up but then he realized how freaking sore it was and he needed a week off
2: so Mm -hmm. um he's been playing pretty
0: well he's been pretty pretty well so, so hey it's the playoffs playoffs get them ready if it's you know get them out there to yep. get what you can get out of them and then just have a have a backup plan in place
2: absolutely yeah man. you're well, right, right. There's, all there's right no man, so of, yeah we'll, we'll see i mean that was just a little small sample size but i've been a fan yeah. of being the this so we'll see how it all plays out man so ladies and gentlemen uh my guy the thigh doc always coming in with uh with great information and uh just re just recapping on everything that went down so obviously we're talking about rasul douglas he may he may take a take a week off they'll probably activate Kyir elam um and and have that and let him rest up hopefully we can take this game and have him ready and refreshed for the next game uh we've got uh, taylor Rapp. we talked about probably i mean wind knocked out of him gabe davis is uh i mean to be determined we'll see what goes on with gabe davis uh it's a pcl for gabe davis correct Yes. Yeah. Yes. PCL for, for Gabe Davis. So, I mean, right now, I mean, if you saw the footage, he was able to run forward, but the minute he cut and tried to come back, that was it. He didn't have, he he couldn't be 100%. And when you saw him on the sideline, I'm sure there was a million thoughts going through his head. Cause he's had his arms crossed and he was just watching the game and, yeah. uh and just, ah, I, I can feel for him. I do feel for him, but you know what? It's time for Trent Shurfield to step his game up. It's time for Deontay Hardy potentially get more playing time, but it, to me, it's Kalusha Shakir time. But hey, that's a whole other ball game for the whole another day. We're going to talk about it. But we appreciate you, man. My guy, the thigh doc. Have a good one. And we'll, uh, we'll definitely catch up uh, next week, buddy.
3: We will. Yes, We're sir. We're crushing him. We're crushing yes, him. Yes, sir.
2: Peace. Take it easy. I can't believe he didn't know. Twist it. Bop it. Turn it. Come on now. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I mean, maybe it was, maybe I'm just showing my age. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I can't believe I, me even saying those words is weird to me. Showing my age, <laughs> I sound like an old man, but maybe I am maybe I am becoming an old man. Talk about twisted bopping. Yo, that was a badass game back in the day. But anyway, I know I know uh my man Carl Jones has nothing, you know, nothing about that. He's like, What? What did you talk about? Twisted bopping. I know nothing about that. Boy, when listen, 84 babies and you know what I'm saying, 80s babies. Boy, we had we were this this generation was the coolest generation. I'll tell you right now, because there was a lot of times where there's a lot of things that we didn't come up on, and then Cell phones came on, internet, all that stuff, man. We 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 were introduced into that shit. Now all these young bucks <laughs> don't know nothing. Don't know nothing. What's a rotary phone? What? What's that? Anyway. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got my man Carl Jones talking my man. D-Riley's like talking about your old head. <laughs> your old head talking. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. I'm pushing. I'm pushing. for. I'm not 40 yet. I'm 39 now. I'm pushing 40. <laughs> Once I get there, then we can call me old man. I'm not old man yet. Not just yet. But anyway, without further ado, folks, somebody said pagers. Yo, I had a pager. I had no business having a pager the first place. I was like, Ma, can I get a pager? She's like, for what? You a doctor? I just want people to, I just want people to page me. Ain't nobody page me. But it was cool though. It was on my hip. I was like, what? who called me? <laughs> Back in the day, I'll tell you, boy. Anyway, without further ado, let me bring out my guy,
3: Carl Jones. <laughs> What's up, Carl? What's up, what's up? How we doing?
2: I'm good, man. Yo, you ever have a pager? You ever have a pager ever in your lifetime?
3: I can't say that I was alive when pagers were still <laughs> still around. I'm not going to lie to you. Pages was not in my repertoire. I bet you Thad knows what a pager is. I bet you, you probably still got one on his hip. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Them, them, them retired a long time ago, all right? <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, but yeah, man. What's good, man? How you feeling, bro? I'm all good, man. It's that that time of year. Uh, college football wrapping up obviously last night and then this that fun time where uh, NFL football man uh, playoffs and I can't wait yeah boy well listen uh
2: collegiately Michigan taking it I mean it's a long time coming
3: no no I'm from Ohio no no I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not gonna lie I'm a hater and for everybody who listening right now I'm a hater I'm unapologetic about it it is what <laughs> it is Um, very sad day for the Jones household yesterday, but you know what, Ohio, we're going to get back on top real soon. Uh, that team up North can have a day. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. But, uh, it's cool. We'll be back soon. (laughs) Yeah, boy. You'll
2: be back soon. Well, listen, but, uh, you know, who won't be back soon? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, what an absolute collapse of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I did a video today of the winners and losers of week 18 and boy, oh boy, uh, leading the way with the jacksonville jaguars jacksonville jaguars today i mean listen they should be in the playoffs they should be they absolutely dropped the ball and uh i gotta start i gotta start with this man trevor lawrence is trevor lawrence is he cam news talk about game manager game changer i still think he's a game changer boy but boy did he show me a lot of game manager this year i don't know man what's are you are you are we all in on,
3: on on trevor lawrence is he that dude yeah, it's, the Trevor conversation is interesting because he was billed as this generational guy coming out, which I think us in the media, everyone that's in the in the space, we kind of do people a disservice doing that just based off the fact that this sport is so team-oriented and it's so based around your circumstances that when you give one player a generational tag and they don't live up to that, well, then they're trash. And it's like, that's, it's never that case. Like, I think everyone was, like, oh, he's the next Andrew Luck. Well, Andrew Luck wasn't perfect either. Um, he had to do turnover prone himself yep. um now do i think he's the generational guy that he's been built to be probably not like i don't think he's he's that guy but i don't think his surrounding circumstances are great either i know that the jaguars led the league and like drops they led the league and uh, penalties like they, they were just a really b- dysfunctional team around him it and, so it was, I, it was a hot mess so like do i think he's bad no like i think he's actually a good quarterback does he have flaws that he needs to correct himself for sure i mean some of those turnovers he had this year were just inexplicable, but I I think the, the whole greatest things and sliced bread. I think we can put a little, uh, put the water on those uh, flames for sure.
2: Absolutely, man. Uh, and listen, folks, the, the NFL script writers, I mean, some people are saying that these guys hit it. They absolutely hit it. And there, there was, there's a, a a script going out there that, I mean, it's official. I mean, they wrote the script like you, you They have the greatest writers. They said, um, NFL script writers sending Tyreek Hill back to Kansas city. What? How about that? Now, that, that you got to say that's pretty dope for the playoffs, right? So, he's going back to Kansas City. You got Matt Stafford going back to Detroit. Yo, you couldn't have written this any better. Let's keep it going. Packers to Dallas to face off against Mike McCarthy. The Texas to the Cleveland. I mean, th- you couldn't have done a better job, man. Deshaun Watson, all that situation. And you got you got uh, old teammates. Or were there teammates? I think they were old teammates. You got Mike Tomlin and... Uh, y- your boy McDermott facing head off again. They both went to say, What is it? St. Mary's, not St. Mary's. William Mary. Williams, William, William, Mary. Mary. Yeah. William Mary. I mean, the scriptwriters did a great job, man. So it only f- adds fuel to the fire that yo, this is all scripted for real. <laughs> they had this all set up and planned, <laughs>
3: you know, for real, though. Like, shout out to whoever was pulling the strings on this NFL season because it turned out, I-, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that Stafford uh, Lions game I think has my, my interest out of everything. Now, yeah, also, if the, the Flacco to Ravens one is, is also another one, that I think is really really cool if that happens and absolutely um, they can get past um, the young bull and CJ Straub. But that, that Lions Detroit one, I think the NFL script writers was really pulling everything on that one because uh, I mean, that's the game of the week for me. Um, the Rams are a really really good team. Um, surprisingly, absolutely. I think their over under was like five and a half, and now they're making the playoffs um ended up against the Detroit team first time like similar to Buffalo like oh my yeah. gosh like terrible history like they're up and up up now so um, it's it's craziness man I, it I love crazy. it I, this this weekend should be fun
2: yeah man it should be definitely fun so uh, uh and, and we I it, based on the winners and losers I want to I'm going to do a new segment with you called the winners and losers um of 2018 I mean I'm throwing you off now we didn't really talk we didn't talk about this at all sure. so this would be this would be something off the cuff but uh let's go back to week 18 these bills and Earlier I was talking about sometimes you gotta you gotta go back to where you were to where you are now. I mean, Carl Jones, I'm sure you could look back and be man, I was in Dayton Dayton, Ohio. Can I say Dayton? It Dayton? Nah, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. The land. My bad, my bad. He's the like, land, don't put me in Dayton. Yeah, go.
1: we
3: won't rock with them. We will not rock
2: with them. <laughs> <laughs> You you might you went back to the Cleveland days, man? I was went playing pop Warner football and now I'm I'm in Rochester playing football in Syracuse. And now I'm I'm in media right now. Like you, sometimes you must go back and like, yo, what's going on? And now you look at these bills. These bills were six and six, pretty much on the on the way out. And these guys buckled down. What they said, pulled up the bootstraps. You know what I'm saying? And and really got things cracking. So talk to me. And and these guys got to be elated. They got to be like, yo, we freaking did this. But you can't do it all for vain. You can't do all that. So now up a blunder you got to go all the way now how these how these bills going to perform in these playoffs coming up in a tough coming up against a tough before, uh, opponent in the Pittsburgh Steelers
3: yeah I think this last this past week was kind of like a microcosm of the entire season right like mm-hmm. you you're you're getting in your own way right like the turnovers the um lack of detail and execution things of that nature and then boom things click and now you guys look like the greatest team in the nfl um, for like a, a small uh, period of time in there in that second half so like i think this past weekend really kind of encapsulated everything from weeks one through 18 exactly. and it's it's cool to see the the team go through their bumps and bruises because you really get to know know the true character of a man when he go through some stuff like that you know yes I, in the past two years these team this team has been through a lot whether it's been the stuff off the field and also the performance on it right I'm um, seeing colleagues get fired, seeing players get traded and things of that nature. So like when you see all that t- good type of stuff, who are you at the end of the day, right? And I think that the Bills have done a good job um, of showing, of, of standing tall through all the ups and downs. Some of it self-inflicted. Let's not act like turnovers yeah. and and, and lacks of execution. Is anyone else's fault but your own? I mean, the Sean McDermott piece that uh, Ty Dunn wrote about a month ago, that could have easily cratered a team. For um, sure. They were able to rally around that as well. So just a bunch of things that, Look, the performance on the field wasn't great at times, but boy, they were able to rally. And now, if you would have told us back in August the Bills are going to be the two seed, I think everyone would have signed up for that
2: for sure. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you said something that was crucial. It's just that we could have folded. We could have folded, especially with with the an article coming in at a horrible time where things were just up in the air and everything's everybody's questioning things. And they 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 righted the ship, if you will. And uh, my man Djax comes in with a super chat and says, "Hey." McDermott seems to bring out the best with the next man up player uh, most of the time. Don't y'all worry about a damn thing. Bills 20, Steelers 16. But according to Carl Jones, there ain't no damn such <laughs> thing as no damn
3: next man up.
2: I ain't next say all that. I, I said next it's man.
3: overrated. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> And you know what? And I Listen, I'm with you because it's not always about the next man up. Next man up sounds great. You can put on a T-shirt. But if your next man up is Kyrie Elam, hey, hold on now. And I'm not hating on Kyrie. I like Kyrie. I I want Kyrie to to thrive. But right now, this ain't his time. I mean, this ain't ain't his season. His season is not right now. You know what I'm saying? But uh, salute to McDermott. Salute to the whole team. They came through and and handled themselves uh, accordingly. And uh, we got got big things happening. Now, before we hit to the Bills, uh, I just want to hit around the league because I think it's important that we hit around the league. Uh, How do you feel about – and Shannon Sharp came out on fire, first of all. And he talking about if I'm the GM and owner of the Saints, excuse me, the Saints, the New Orleans Saints, I am cutting Jameis Winston for making that decision. So for those that are not understanding what's what's going on right here, so Jameis Winston and the Saints pretty much waxed the Falcons, and they're pretty much on the one-yard line. I mean, first of all, Matthew should have took that thing in. I don't know what Tyron Matthew was doing. Like, take that damn thing in, man. What are you doing? I don't know what the heck that was. So they're on the one yard line and they're in victory formation. And I don't know what happened between, hey, yo, knee it, knee it all out. We're going to go to, to we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to be good to go to, we're in the end zone. And Jameis Winston was questioned about that. And he's like, dude, what the hell was that? He's like, we made a decision as a team that we're going to get Jamal Williams into the end zone. Are you cutting, are you cutting Jameis Winston for that decision in subordination?
1: No, I, I,
2: I'm not, uh,
3: and I'll preface it by this too. Uh, I got two friends that play for the Saints, one that currently is on that okay, team right now, me. and um, nothing but great things to say about Jameis. They they love him. They say he's by far the and it kind of offended me because I thought I was a good teammate, but he was like he's the best teammate that I've ever had. Like just always for the guys, always for the team. And they said that they'll they'll run through a brick wall for Jameis. They're like for all the goofy stuff that you see. They say he genuinely helps you out as a person player on and off the field like they say he's a really really good dude having on the defensive side of the ball i'll be irate too the fact that <laughs> he lined up in victory formation like that's the one like i'm not a big fan of like unwritten rules leave that to baseball yeah. but that one right there like come on y'all like like because if you wanted him to score just line up in eye formation and do it i guess that's how i felt about it but do i agree with shannon sharp that he should be cut no like <laughs> like because i think that kind of speaks to how they feel about the head coach anyways or the place he he's out yeah, so I think that kind of speaks to, to that, anyways. But I I can't find myself to to come down on Jameis for that, just because all of his teammates came to his back, like every single last one of them said, "We'll rock with Jameis. So it's like clearly yeah. it won that. Like it's not for me to judge; it's for the guys in that locker room to judge, yep. and and they're the ones that rock with him. Absolutely, I mean, and listen,
2: and and Atlanta's coach, uh, <laughs> he's all pissed <laughs> off, man. And then they fired his ass. You out of here, Arthur-, Arthur Smith. That that was indicative of your whole season, right? They didn't even respect your ass and said, you know what, fuck it, man. We're just going to march it in on his ass. I'm going to march it in like a saint <laughs> right into the end zone, man. So that's what it is, man. So let's uh, let's divvy out back. Let's 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 you turn and come back to the bills. Bills are in the playoffs. Uh, and what a game it was. Josh Allen turned into he turned into a performance that this is the Josh Allen that we're used to. Um, question, sir. Has he reinserted himself back into MVP talk or should we just dead that right now? Because so, part of me is like, dead it, it's over it. Lamar Jackson's to to walk away with this thing. But that performance kind of put him back into it. And now if you look at just sheer numbers and what he's done this year, and you look at Lamar's numbers and you look at Josh Allen's numbers, and however you want to slice it on what you believe a, an MVP is, that's going to be your decision. Could he come in and be a dark horse upset and take this from Lamar? And will there be outrage in the NFL?
3: Could he? Sh- yeah, he could. I mean, his numbers are far and away in terms of touchdowns and yardage. That they're 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 that far ahead. Where if someone proposed that argument, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'm also of the belief this year there really isn't a um, a clear cut guy. I mean, that's kind of obvious at this point. I think at this point, so so, so if you want to pick a particular player to to be the most valuable player, by all means make that argument. I just don't know if there will be enough voters around the league who would pick josh in this scenario just based off the fact that um they didn't get off to the best start this year and then the turnovers so i know like a lot of all turnovers aren't created equal that is mm-hmm. and and i'm a big believer in that as well but when you're that far ahead and the guys that you're competing with for the world are kind of behind in that regard it's kind of tough but i mean i wouldn't vote for him but i mean i know there's people out there who would and I'm not like this isn't like this isn't the year where I'm standing on the like on the I'm like, no, this is the MVP. This guy, yeah, you're pegging you're the table. That's my. Nah, like if that's your <laughs> argument, cool. So be it. Like there's some arguments I already don't I don't have enough oomph to care about. And I think this is one of them.
2: I got you. um, And, I, and I, I'm I'm with you. So looking at this game, the Bills came in and they actually uh, they, they played well. Uh, They came out. Josh went 30 for 38, 359 yards, 67 yards rushing. My man was was turning, turning a performance in there. Now, he did have those two interceptions and one of that first one. There seems to be that that interception. Seems I think I saw that interception happen like three or four times this year where it's miscommunication. Josh is on his back foot. He's just throwing up a prayer, right? And and then, boom, interception. So it's like, oh, come on, man. Like, you can't do that again. And then some people call it a punception. I hate it. I'm not a fan of this whole punception shit. You went for it, and it was a bad decision. But it is what it is. You pinned them back there. Two interceptions, that's out the way. But the point is, other than that, he went 30 for 38. So he was cooking, and uh, and I love this. So I, I was going to go with the good, the bad, the ugly. We're going to tra- we're gonna change things up. We're going to go to winners and losers of, of week 18. And uh, we're going to start with a winner. And I'm going to start with you, sir. Who was a winner for you? And I, I think we'll do three winners.
1: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in com slash try.
2: The three losers. All right. The winner for you, sir. Uh, one of the winners for you in this week 18 matchup.
3: Uh, the closer for this game, Taylor Rapp. I mean, I, think uh, that's, I like that, it. Okay. Yeah. I think that, mm-hmm. um, I'm actually, um, broke down the last two plays of the game from his perspective and I'll um, and I'll release that later but um the way the the small minute details um matter especially at the DB position and especially when you're up against speed right because like anything in life when you're across something that's really really good and 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 really talented it tends to get you out of your technique and you just tend to play on instinct at that point but on those two plays he really honed into his assignment and his in his in the scheme and his execution. Everything that he's been doing since he's probably been a little kid in terms of backpedal. As soon as the quarterback takes his hand off the grenade, you you attack the ball. So I think those two plays um, were really really important. Um, obviously, they the the whole safety rotation got a little um, misconfigured a little bit because Hyde had to go in the box because Specter came in and all that. Yeah, okay, you stuff. saw so, that. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the fact that they were able to just be on the fly and Taylor Rapp execute that. Because we haven't really seen him play a lot of the deep stuff, he's been a lot of a lot of the robber over the middle, um, flat defender. So for him to play that way on as a deep defender was really cool to see.
2: I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, to me, the obvious winner. I mean, I, I'm I'm I appreciate that you left that one for me Uh, with with uh, with him regards to me changing things up because I know you're ready for the good, the bad, the ugly. We might still hit that, right? Because I feel like I feel like you you're ready to go. So the winner for me, I think I think it's obvious, Deontay Hardy, Deontay Hardy. I just a couple weeks ago, I said, I'm done. I'm done with Deontay Hardy. I want nothing to do with this guy. He's just a waste of space on the offensive side of the ball. They don't involve him. He's got 15 receptions for 150 yards this year. They paid him a lot of money. I'm done. And he's not even giving me anything on the punt return duties. That's where we want something. We had Naeem Hines. That was that was that dude. That was, that was who was going to be our guy. And then he erased all of that for me with that beautiful 95-yard punt return touchdown to the house. And it it started off with him looking like, oh, shit, this is not going to work out. And then the minute he saw that crease, he was gone. 95-yard punt return touchdown, franchise record, by the way. And furthermore, that was the momentum swing we needed for Josh Allen to say, all right, man, this is it. Destiny is on our side. We're going we gonna to walk this thing. And then, boom. We're back in it. And you could see the 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 air in the, the the in the air, it was different, man. Phil Collins was like, yo, this is Buffalo's time, man. Because at that point, the Dolphins fans just oh, this is not what we wanted. And it's not like we lost, it's not that they lost the lead. We tied it, but they knew they knew. Oh snap, here come the Bills, and here comes Josh, Josh, our daddy, and he's about to spank us, and that he did. He put us in the little nookie and said, Hey, little guys, we're going to take this shit. And that they did. So Deontay Hardy absolutely came out and just, just gave us a spark, the spark that we needed. And now he's back in my good graces. He's back in my good graces because he was in the doghouse for me. I was like, Yo, I done with that, brother. But he came through and says, You know what? That $5 million, I just earned it with this very, this very punt return touchdown. So the winner, a winner for me in this game, obviously, I think everybody agrees, is Deontay Hardy. Um, Let's move over to the loser side. Who was
3: a loser for you in this game? A loser for this one. Okay, mm, this okay, is a tough one. Okay. okay, okay. Um, I was, I, I'll go here with it. Um, I'm gonna cop out a little bit because this is a Bills podcast, but I think being everything about the Dolphins, I'm not in this rivalry, so don't quote me, like, don't act like I'm a fan or nothing like that. But like, I think the Dolphins are mega losers, not just for the game, before going forward as well.
2: Like, Homer,
3: <laughs> but I do think with all the injuries that they had, like yep. for, for those at home, the Dolphins lost their top four defensive ends slash outside linebackers. They lost, they were down two going into the game, and then they lost two more in the game. Couple of that with the other injuries that they had. True, Van Ginkel going down. Yep, true. And then and then they lost their other one on the punt return when uh Hardy took it back to the house. That's right, that's right. So, like they were complete. and then now going forward. You're going up against Patrick Mahomes with no pass rush. I mean, that's a team where they obviously lost it on a scoreboard, but in terms of the health and, like, their psyche going forward, I, I mean, lose a division, now you're on the road, and I'm sure you've seen the reports on how ugly Kansas City is going to look this weekend. So um they really, really took two L's this weekend. Damn. Damn. I mean, you are sure? Listen, at the
2: end of the day, everything you said was was bang on. I mean, if they come out and, and pull something off in Kansas City, with Jalen Waddle back and Tua becomes Tua and does really good things and he's accurate, you never know. But that pass rush, I mean, they just had to sign Justin Houston. And Justin Houston, <laughs> it's not a, listen, they just signed him today. They Man, he him. was
3: watching. He was watching the Christmas Day games with you and me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, right. So Justin Houston was called off his couch. He's like, "Yo, I'm playing Call of You want? You, you trying to get me? So now they got Justin Houston. They got. uh They just signed who? They signed
3: uh, um, Bruce Irvin too.
2: True, they just they brought Bruce Irvin. I so think I seen Bruce
3: Irvin too. Yeah, Bruce man. Irvin,
2: and and they just signed this boy a couple weeks ago, uh, Melvin Ingram.
3: Yeah. Melvin, look, Ingram, if this Bruce. was twenty fourteen, that might be the best pass rushing. Uh, in the, in the, <laughs> in the, but unfortunately, it's ten years too late. So yeah, man, yo, it it, it it the injury bug hit them at the worst time,
2: and you you feel for for that squad. But you know what? This is where you can build some resiliency and say, you know what? It happens. It's Let's football. go and we're going to we're going to buckle we're going to buckle in and get going. So this is where you got to lean on your offense side of the ball cuz they're the ones that are healthy. So you know what we have on defense. Xavier Howard being out. Um so you got to put some points up. 14 points ain't going to cut it. So there it is, right? So uh that's a good one. I like that. that you took that, the losers. Uh here's a loser for me. And I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller. I don't know what uh is it? What's what's his full name? Is it just Vaughn? I'm sure it's something else. <laughs> It's got to be something else. I, I, I need to, I need to properly uh, get my man's full name in there because Von Miller loser for the week. And I, I mean this with all the respect in the world, because I think what the bills tried to do, I mean, they deactivated him last week. Somebody try to find me Von Miller's full name. Cause I'm Vonnie. Sure. It's Vonnie. Is it Von? It can't be Vonnie. Is it Vonnie? That's what Wikipedia says. <laughs> yeah, Vonnie Miller. All right. Well, Vonnie Miller is the loser for the week for me. Um, I think the bills came in and tried to, you mean, give him the respect and say, okay, you know what? We deactivated you last week because we had a plan and we're, we're going to try some things and week 18 last week of the season, whether it was because he's got, um, incentives involved in this. I don't know what the situation is because sometimes week 18 is a big, it's a big week for guys trying to make their money. Right. And fam, it, it was like a waste of, it was a waste of a spot. And I and I ah oh, and I hate that it happened to my man's man, but just he had some moments. He had a moment where he had a pass rush and he stabbed brother in the chest, moved him back. I was like, okay, he's got some, and that was it. Nothing else. Now, granted, you are going up against Tua that gets rid of the ball in like two point three seconds. I'll give him that. So, to me, that's the loser for me in this in last week's game because I expected. A little bit from Von Miller for him to be a little motivated, a little, you know, what I mean, peeved that he was put on the deactivation list, and then we got the same results. Now, I didn't watch him all the time because he was rarely onto the field, you know what I'm saying? But to me, that's that's what's that that's what stands out to me. Uh, in the loser of this this game. Now, it doesn't have to be a necessary a person, by the way, because you saw my man Carl Jones said, you know, the losers on the squad was the Dolphins because all those injuries they got that sucks. It's like a double L. So to me, Von Miller. And double question for you is, do they activate him next week? Man. I, or
3: would you activate him next week? Me personally, I don't think I would. Um, I, I just don't think I've seen enough to, to warrant it. And I know that the pass rush is one thing, but also there's a level, like when the other guys are out there, at least they give you something in the run game sometimes, or like this backside hustle and pursuit and effort. And um, at this point in his career, that's not really his M.O. Um, so I would, but I'm also not the one that has to um, see him every single day and stuff of that regard. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he's the best practice player of all time. I have no idea at this Nick point. Peterman! <laughs> right. But um, from my seat, uh, I don't think I would.
2: It's a tough one, man, because I'm like, in, in a way, I'm like, this is why we signed him. This is why we brought him to Buffalo. You know what I mean? Playoffs because we need that playoff experience and all that good stuff. But he just hasn't given – he hasn't been given it to us uh, physically. But I, w-
3: I will say this, though. There was one play off the top of my head that he did impact a, a little bit was the Taylor Rap, the second-to-last play of the game where Taylor Rapp um, had the PBU on um, Tyreek Hill or whatever. Oh, well, my man was watching the game, too. Who uh-huh. was stepped up in the pocket because he saw that Von Miller threw somebody on the ground, like – Von like completely ragged all the, t- the right tackle. So Tua stepped up and he just never set his feet. So I will say he was, that was an impactful play because Tyreek Hill was wide open, scot free open. So there was, that was an impactful play that he did make in the game. Late in the game, closer, I guess if you want to say.
2: So, and this is why it's gonna, it's gonna, as I, I can dog on him and call him, you know, he's a loser of the game. I would activate him again because this is where the experience comes in. This is where it's just a different ball game. It's a different ball game. It's a different, it's a different, vibe. It's a different vibe. It's a different atmosphere and uh and you're at home i'm activating him and it might it might not sound like something that's that people want to uh, want to hear but i'm activating him because maybe just now he's starting to get back i mean you just saw that he just uh, that's two plays he just made that i saw he had he stabbed one guy in the in the chest Bop. he just sniffed on him it was just it was over with. i was like those are like those are old school moves you see you see from bruce smith you know what i'm saying or a reggie wow you know what i'm saying so lovely to see so to me i would activate him and then obviously monitor his uh Obviously, his snap count so that's what i'd be looking for so uh to me that was my loser slash i mean not too much of a
3: loser but that's my loser all right sure. um give me another winner give me one more winner what do you got well another winner i got a bunch for you where you want well, let's go let's go back to offense i've been talking about this dude a lot this year let's do it. um i think khalil shakir deserves his flowers for the Damn. game that he had um benjamin Slowak, uh solak excuse me from the ringer does a lot of good work he uh posted a stat that i think kind of encapsulates just like who he is as a receiver receiver in the nfl has a greater percentage of his targets go for a first down or touchdown in the entire nfl like that just screams productivity and every time he has the ball in his hand something goes well i think the number was like something absurd like way higher than the rest of the league right um now is he like some dominant guy no he's not but i think he's a really dependable guy that when you give him some space he can take it 50 or how many yards that was on that bubble screen and um, we've seen third down, I think I know last week for a fact, Josh Allen went to him on third down and had a nice little slant route for him. So like he's becoming a dependable player, had his best game of his career probably last week. I mean, that bubble and go route, obviously that was more Joe Brady than anyone else. Like, I mean, I can go out there and run a stalk and go, but you still gotta go out there and catch it and execute your assignment. Um, so this is just kind of encapsulates that he's a dependable guy. Like, cause I, I don't think that can be said for every player on the team where, when the ball's in his direction, he's more than likely to haul it in and be productive when it's in his hands. I like it. You know what? Uh, I see you done your. Ho- I've seen you
2: done your homework. So uh, we we gonna go to good, bad, ugly because I, I feel like you got you got a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not gonna keep you too long because I know you're working and you got things to do. Uh, but to me, I love the fact that you said Khalil Shakir. And uh, for me, I'm gonna put the winners as Khalil, Stefan Diggs, and Dalton. Uh, those three boys came through and had a game. What eighty-seven yards? uh for um I think it was uh Dalton 84 yards from a man Diggs and 106 yards from my guy Kalusha Shakir. those three dudes had to show up without Gabe Davis in the mix it forced other guys to step up and like you said dependable receiver in Kalusha Shakir. and I'll tell you right now in his sophomore year Kalusha Shakir is building something to have a breakout third year his third year is gonna be money and uh what greater what greater time to start to get your you mean get your bearings right now going into the playoffs you're going to make a name for yourself and next year digs khalil and whoever decides to step up unless we bring a we bring in a draft pick or we free agents, who knows but i love the fact that these boys decided to finally show up josh allen showed up joe brady showed up everybody showed up so to me the winning the winning side of things were joe brady Three receivers that came through and they handle business. So love every bit of that. That is amazing. So uh keep that transition coming. We're gonna go to good, bad, ugly. We're gonna go to good bad ugly. And uh I'm gonna rush, I'm gonna rush through it because I don't wanna take your time. I know you got work to do. So good, bad, ugly. I'm gonna just get right into it. Um, you can because I know you got a list of players that you want to talk about. So let's go right to the good. Who you got? What you got? Uh
3: good. Uh first off with Dane coming in for um, Rasul Douglas. I think that was really good coming Ooh. off the bench and making some plays. Obviously had the uh, the pass interference uh, second quarter or whatever that was. But based off that route concept, he really didn't have a chance. I mean, that, that was a really, really tough route concept to play man coverage on. That was. That was. Um, but he also had two third down stops, which any defensive coordinator that's above anything else, takeaways and takeaways and third down stops. And he had two individual ones where he tackled a guy in space, for like a 31, they punted, and then also had a PBU as well. So I think Dane Jackson coming off the bench and making those plays. Um, Because, I mean, that was part of the reason why the Dolphins couldn't extend that drive in any of those drives. And like I think they kept going like three an hour, like four plays was the longest one. The, Dude, the last they, they crushed it, man. Second half was amazing. So like the DBs, everyone, but Dane in particular had two himself where he ended drives by his plays that he made. I like it. Uh, Let me match you. Let me match you with uh, with Dane Jackson,
2: and I'm going to go on the offensive side of the ball and Trent Shurfield. Trent let me tell you something, man. He didn't have a big, huge game, three receptions, uh, but none bigger than that deflection. And it sounds crazy, but Josh, I don't know how Josh was trying to fit that ball in. I tried to slow that thing down. I don't know what he saw that he was going to laser that thing in there because the cover was really tight. But it was the concentration to at least as soon as he heard the thump, he knows that's a tip ball. Everybody get up in there. And my man had the awareness situational awareness to know where his feet are and just sit there and wait for it. You know, you're going to get pushed out of bounds and he came in and he got that thing going. Love the fact that uh, Trent Shurfield was able to show up. And um, this might be like, like my man, five said he's, he's Gabe Davis 2.0 and uh, they loved him in Miami last year. They hated losing him. So it's nice to see that he's able to kind of show up. I mean, cause at one point we were wondering where the hell's Deontay Hardy, where's Trent Shurfield. And it was nice to see both those guys contribute. In the, yesterday's, excuse me, Sunday's game, so love to see it. Uh, with that, good any other good that you got you want to share?
3: Uh, Balen Spector, good shout out okay. to him for the like performance it. that he had. Um, I'm a big just, fan of Baylor Spector. I'm I, I can fan, tell you, you, your eyes lit up when I said his name. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm a big fan, I thought he was actually going to be in the mix to actually get the starting spot. Uh, I mean, it's crazy, but I, I, I thought he was really moving to get you I mean some make some playing spot. But I mean, Dorian Williams, I was like, okay, he's a third rounder, he's gonna get it. We haven't really seen a peak from Doran Williams. So we might see a lot more Balen Spectre. He's just a guy that is just, he's where you need him to be. He ain't, he ain't the quickest. He ain't the fastest. He ain't the strongest, but he's just where you need him to be. And uh, that might be a a big uh, underrated, uh, I guess, uh, replacement for Tyrell Dawson. So we'll see how that all plays out. But yeah, I love the fact that you said that. Uh, Let's move to the back.
3: Anything bad? Yeah. And watching it back. I know Joe Brady was very upset at his guys because he dialed up several money plays that mm. just didn't. Um, so, this isn't a like math on Joe Brady. This is actually, a, I guess, a come both, I guess, good on Joe Brady for the money plays that he, um, he drawn up. And there were several of them, um, not to get too XY and OZ, but like for the first, on the first drive of the game where they ran the mesh concept where Dawson Knox and Dawson Kincaid were both wide open. Unfortunately, it was, a, it was a pass interference that wasn't called, whatever, very next play, interception. That was a good scheme by Joe Brady because two guys were not free open. You're absolutely right. That one hurt, man, because that was a blatant
2: pass interference. I'm like, ref, you're right there. How are you just not going to just keep the – head? What do, you, what do you call it when the refs keep their hands in their pockets? I think there's a name for it. I can't remember. But he, <laughs> just, he just wouldn't take his hands out of his pocket. Take that flag out, brother. And he didn't. But you're right, man. That was a great scheme, great route, great everything.
3: Yeah, Solid. and then there were a couple other ones too where you're like, I need my guys to execute. Like, for example, the, the route that um James Cook dropped or whatever, that is a perfect cover four beater. I know as a cornerback, you're kind of putting the bind where it's a double post and then a corner right behind it from the from the running back because there's nothing that the cornerback can do there. Joe Brady literally, that probably is the exact look that got all week in scout team. He just dropped it. Same thing with the Josh Allen overthrow. If it's cover four and that safety bites on the overdrag, hits Stephon digs deep overthrow i got another uh the bubble and go to Shakir. obviously was a, a good one so i'm not gonna um harp too much on that one but there are several plays where it's like all week you got those money plays it's like 10 plays where you're like if we get the look we want this is what we're going to do and like seven of them the bills just didn't execute the rub the rub play on fourth down for example i got the look i won his man covers throw the rubber out josh josh for some reason doesn't throw it and then throws a pick in the end zone so like there are some several plays where like hey man we're gonna rep this play against every single look on defense, and if we get the, the look, it's go time. And they got the look, and just for some reason didn't execute. I love it, man. You you nailed it. And, I, and listen, you can get XE and Ozy
2: anytime that you need to on this thing, man. Because I I'm always looking to learn more X's and O's, man. I'd love to learn that, but uh, I'm gonna I'm stick with you on 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 that. And I'm just gonna call it. I'm gonna blanket it and say missed opportunities. Those missed opportunities were were just just blatant. Right, it was just like oh it's just little one. No, they're blatant, right? That drop by James Cook, money shot, missed opportunity to just cash in and really put it on them. Josh Allen missing a wide open Stefan Days that put a great stutter move on my man Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey had no idea what was happening. Are you going out to, to a dig? Oh shit, you broke it back inside. Golly, like as a as a DB, you're like, I hope he drops that. Oh, he overthrew it. Woo! And Jalen Ramsey can't do one of these because I know you DBs, whenever you guys get beat. And is it incomplete? What y'all do? <laughs> yeah. Yo, he ain't, he ain't can't shoot. He's up all over it. No, I mean, you got beat. You're just lucky we didn't get that. Anyway, but it's one of those situations where missed opportunities, man, because this game, as, as close as it was, 21-14, bro, that shit could have been broken out way more, way more. It, I think we, I felt like we, we dominated this one. But missed opportunities kept the game close. Um, And it, and it took a turn touchdown to really spark us. Uh, and that's the one thing that uh, that that stood out uh, to in this situation. And, and listen, I still my, my I still have my banner in bad, but that's what you. That's what it was for me.
3: Um, ugly.
2: Anything ugly in this game?
3: Yeah, um, I guess it kind of goes hand in hand. I didn't really like the from my vantage point. I'm gonna be uh, want to preface it by saying that didn't either like the game plan or the execution for how they handled the blitz at times. I thought that. Because of that, it sped up Josh Allen's clock and it forced him. Once again, they could have had an excellent game plan, 17 just didn't execute it or the receivers didn't hot route it, whatever. And I would think one of the best examples of that was the interception in the end zone. I'm not about to sit up here and act like I know who was wrong there because I like at times I know that one right there, wherever Josh was throwing it, it was also a no look ball. So, like, I'm also kind of confused on why we throwing no look balls in the end zone, but regardless, uh, that the game plan now granted they hit Dawson and Cade like on a nine yard route, I think in the third quarter and it got them out of that blitz stuff. So they stopped doing it, but I didn't like it to start, whether it was the game plan execution. I know big fans for the Dolphins doesn't blitz a ton. So maybe that's why like, Oh, we're not going to get a ton of Vic Fangio blitz this week. So what's the point of preparing for it, especially cover zero. He doesn't do that a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, either it was game plan or execution, they didn't do a good job handling it early on. And that's why they had so many turnovers.
2: Why do you just say what your chest? Say, just Josh Allen had some some gross misses
3: in this game. Yeah, he did. But he did. But then also, though, like you can say, well, Gabe Gabe Davis, if there was an opportunity, if there was a concept where he could have hot routed it, why didn't he? I guess that's mm-hmm. the point that I'm making. Like, like, and once again, certain concepts, there's no hot route for it. Sure. Like, so I don't know. That that's the reason I say that. Like, I genuinely don't know. Like, that's one where I'm like. Man, no one else hot routed so I don't know why we get mad at Gabe for doing it. I guess. No, no.
2: It. Listen, you you hit that one, and it was tough because like, they, it felt like there was not a much there was a, wasn't much of an answer or a response from Josh and the offense when they did blitz because you saw it coming. It's not like Josh didn't see it coming right. because he he get there and kind of wait 18, and it did show that they're coming, and you're like, okay, so now you know. You're saying kill, kill, kill. Oh my, whatever you got to do. LeBron James, whatever, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we didn't hit it. And uh, Josh was just under duress. And just when he's under duress, he was just tossing these things up. I was like, bro, but just if you just, I mean, I think one of the announcers said it just, if you just took a t- quick second just to look, you would have had him. And It like was, the was the no look for me. That.
3: Yeah, it was the no look for me. Like, you can't just look right and just, like. Nah, uh, bro. <laughs> not in the, and yeah, but you made that play, though. We would have been talking about what an amazing play! Only three players in the league could ever do something like that. That's the like seventeen a... experience, though. That's oh, <laughs> well, look at you trying to trying to trying to get some the seventeen experience. Now, I, oh, I, I like... usually refer to players by numbers because that's how you kind of like talk about them, like usually. So, like I usually, I, like I usually prefer, to, but like I know in this space, I should probably say their name. The the seventeen experience, though, it will, will have you kind of.
2: I didn't like that experience. <laughs> whew, I love that experience. The 17 experience got you up and down, bro. <laughs> it got you up and down, man. Um, but, yeah, man, listen, to me, I, I love everything that we talked about. Um, I'm not going to hold you too long because, I mean, there were some good things. There were some things that we could fix up, obviously. And uh, as ugly, I mean, ugly can be, can, we, you can you can see some things that we obviously can clean up at the end of the day. But we're in the playoffs now, man. We're in the playoffs. Uh, before you get out of here, how confident um, should the Bills feel going into this the Steelers game is this one of those things where I mean it's playoffs you can't say that they're just going to walk right through it but based on what the Steelers have been able to do all year and what the Bills have been able to do they've kind of been parallel
3: until the Bills kind of really took over near the end how do you see this game going um that's a two-parter one the Bills should feel confident against anyone they play first off that's how you should feel as a competitor first off but then yep. also just based off they're a high variance ball club, but when they're at their peak, there's not many teams around the league that can match that. So that's why they should feel confident going in. Now, how do they match up with the Steelers? What you're gonna get from the Steelers once they got rid of Matt Canada, their offense honestly has gotten better. Like, which is kind of like a Steelers offense good yeah, in 2023, four whatever. That's like, kind of weird to say, but they've been a very run heavy team. They've kind of got rid of all the collegiate stuff. Like, quick little sidebar. I played against Matt Canada when I was in college, and he ran the same exact – he was at Pitt, and he ran the same exact concepts in 2016 that he was running this year. So, like, it was just a very collegiate offense, like, just static on both sides. It was just a very collegiate offense, and he brought that to the Steelers, and that's why he got canned. But now they're kind of like a ball control offense, and they rely on the big play, whether it's Deontay Hardy – I mean, Deontay Johnson, excuse me, taking for 80. George Pickens has done the same as well, throwing some goal balls to him. Um, but you're going to get a heavy doses of Nachi Harris and uh, Jalen Warren, who both run the ball extremely well now. And then defensively, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This team without C.J. Watt is totally different. Like I think they're 1-10 yeah, without totally him over the past. Totally different. So, and they still got some good pass rushers. Alex Highsmith is obviously yep. a really good ball player. The rookie, um, Herbig from Wisconsin, I like him coming out of the draft. He's made some plays as well this year. Um, we'll see if Minka plays. I know he's been banged up with the hammies, everything he's been dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Levi Wallace as well. Joey Porter Junior on the other side is also probably going to oh, shadow. Yeah, Porter Junior boy, that boy been playing nice this year, boy. So I think if the Bills stay out of their own way, they should be fine. But they haven't really since September, to be quite frank, had a game where they stayed out of their own way for all four quarters. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was a one score game late for that simple fact that the Bills haven't been able to play a four quarter game and the Steelers for whatever juju they have um dark magic that M- Mike Tomlin has created over there over the past 16 17 years you, they don't man. really get blown up
2: no they don't and they keep these close and this is the this is the big problem that I have with the Bills is that they let brothers stay around way too long and when you let guys stay around big plays happen and the last time we played the Pittsburgh Steelers although we won that game uh George Pickens had a day he had a day against Kyrie Elam. he ate Kyrie Elam's lunch and George Pickens is as has kind of reinvented himself with Mason Rudolph throwing him the football now. And now you got Deontay Johnson, and now you got Pat Freemouth and a solid old line, and a new offensive coordinator. Things, I mean, things are looking pretty decent for these guys, man. So we can't sit here and and just, oh, we're going against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're at home. We should be able to take this, nah, bro. It, it, it ain't like it ain't happening like that. And I just want to play that song that the Pittsburgh Steelers play, where uh, they they turn the time. Uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but Tyler Matikavich, he knows all about it because he used to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. So uh, we, got, we got to play that in the stadium if we win that game. But anyway, my guy, you've been amazing. Always. We we did it. I, I'm listening. I'm looking to proceed into the playoffs uh, as you come on to the show. And, you know, me. maybe we can crack something in the offseason because I'm going to need your expertise in the draft, baby. <laughs> I'm going to need your expertise in the draft because I, I, I don't know a whole lot. I mean, this is your domain. So maybe we can get some some uh, some insight from you uh, in the offseason. But uh, I want to win that Super Bowl first. So we got four more of these, four more of these, and we get this cracking, and then we'll get this thing going. But, folks, week 18 in the books. My guy Carl Jones has been absolutely amazing. We hope to have you on even more. And uh, I think that uh, the fans have embraced you. And uh, we're going to keep this thing rocking with my man Carl Jones. So if you guys have not followed Carl Jones, listen, at Jones11 underscore He's got a lot of work to do. I know he's going to be doing X's and O's stuff Uh that he's got to go do with that. And by the way, tell Thad, um,
3: yo, we saw the wheels on his, man. He, 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 he had some wheels on him now. Hey, Thad can school. Y'all saw that race. Them, them hamstrings ain't fall off the bone Yeah, He Listen, can run. He, he can run. He, he
2: had him. And then Dan Fights, I think it was Dan Fights was like, yo, I can't be outdone. So Dan Fights had the little quick legs. He was going, looking like Cat Williams. But at the end of the day, yo, I give it to Thad, man. Thad had it. Thad, Thad looks like he would be
3: a good fullback. You put him in three-point stance, boy. He'll yeah. do some damage now <laughs> yeah l- l- listen hey nah. My- look look if he knew that if he knew that dan was next to him he probably would have turned on the burners a little bit more but it's cool though it- it's cool though y- y'all see he can still scoop so that like he it- can scoop man matters. yo listen uh,
2: i give him a couple uh a couple fullback fullback dives he might he might he might he might make some work anyway salute to you man i appreciate you man and we'll uh we'll catch you on the flip side brother have a good you have a good one yes sir that's my guy mister Carl Jones, man. Did you guys see that? I don't know if you guys saw that man. My man Thad Thad was Thad was scooting. He was scooting and booting. And my man, he had he had a he had like a, a he had like a, a mose I don't know if you guys watch the office when the, the way Mose runs. It was kind of like that a little bit, but yo, he was moving though, boy. <laughs> my man was moving though. So uh folks, let's let's put a, a button into this, by the way. By the way, shout out to Carl Jones. Hasn't he been hasn't he been freaking fantastic? Uh, while he's been on the show, I think he's been great. I think we've had great conversation. I've learned a whole ton from this brother. The way he talks and the experience, right? Because he's he's not too far removed from the game. So a lot of the a lot of the players that he's played up against next to are in the league. He still talks to them. So there's a bit of an insight in that way. So uh, for for Carl Jones' sake, smash that like. Let me know how y'all uh, how you guys have, have, have uh have really embraced him, and I, I love that you guys have embraced him. Um, and I'm always looking to. To bring on guests and bring on new people, and uh, we formed a nice friendship. Uh, I think it's, it's really cool, and I'm, I'm hoping to to further that friendship into the off season and as we get this thing popping. So uh, before we uh, we 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 pop out of here, I just, just kind of want to recap the year and uh, and where we've come from and where we're going and all that good stuff. Um, but before we get out of here, man, yo, thank you to everybody that's tuned in all off season. You know, I'm saying that hung without hung with us during the draft, right? The draft is always a fun time, and then right into the season, there's been ups, there's been downs, like it's been it's been a season, and uh, it almost got cut short until our bills decided to wake up, crack the smelling salt, and get things cracking again. And we're we're, we've won six of seven games, and uh, we're we're heading into the playoffs with great momentum, and especially coming off this last game was was amazing. So. Shout out to this team. Shout out to y'all. Uh, y'all been really great. And by the way, I got to give a big shout out to Walker Rupert. He says, Rico, you got four Ruperts. Subscribe now. And you know what? For that, sir. Mr. Walker, I appreciate you. And my man Walker said, hey, everybody grab your iPads, grab your phones. I want you to subscribe to this brother and show some support. And Walker Rupert, I appreciate that, man. That's love right there. Love, love, love. And my man Jeremy Bennett. Salute to my man, Jerry Bennett, became a member three months ago. We appreciate you, my bro. And if you guys have not become a member and you want to support BF, it's really simple. SupportBF.com. Go ahead. And uh, it's always appreciated. But your, your presence and hanging out with me is always fantastic. It's always amazing. But my man, Jeremy Bennett says, <clears throat> the Pittsburgh game is going to come down to weather. If it's a snow game and mostly running, we can't afford to not stop the run against Harrison Warren and have fumbles or by Josh. This is what I've been trying to tell y'all, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna preview it more on Friday's show. But if we think we're going to regardless if it's a snow game or a clear game, right? And I'm looking, I'm anticipating that it's going to be some cause some precipitation, some kind of leap, some snow, some rain zone, some kind of weather. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do something, man. This Steelers team cannot be slept on. I know you guys are like, yo, here comes Rico. Never give it. No, fuck y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because these are these are the very type of games in the first round. Let's go back to the Texans. We had the Texans. We should have beat the Texans. We let, we, we let that falter. Jaguars. Against the Jaguars, right? Tyrod Taylor. If Tyrod... If, if we had a guy that could really got the guts to go for it, we... Sh- we could have easily beaten those Jaguars. Man, that game was close. Nate Peterman came in, had a chance to kind of get us going, and then done. So we've had our opportunities in the playoffs, man. You can't sleep on these teams. You really can't sleep on these teams. But this is a game built for Leonard Fournette. This is a game built for Latavius Murray, the bigger backs. And you know what? These type of games are great for little scat backs like James Cook. You find yourself a crease. In this cold weather, I mean, you go back to the game against the Chicago Bears. That game was cold. It was brick, mad brick. And James Cook was 100 yards, bro. What you got? What you got? But now, when there comes snow, that's a different ballgame. If you go back to the Bengals game last year, snow and all that stuff, and the Bengals brought it to us. They gave it to us. So this is where we absolutely need, and I, and I say this with capital letters, absolutely need Josh Allen to be Josh Allen. We, the season's over, Josh. What you did in week six, what you did in week nine, what you did in week 12, what you did last week is over and done with. Now we need playoff Josh. We need playoff Josh. And when you look in his eyes, you just know it's go time. And you saw it just this past game. Bring that momentum into this week against the Steelers and we rolling because I'll tell you right now, man, if we handle business, the way we're supposed to handle business, we take down the Steelers. Now we're facing either the Browns or we're facing the lowest seed. Maybe it becomes the dolphins that beat the Kansas city chiefs out of nowhere. Right. But there are ways that we can find our path to the AFC championship game. We've been there before. We can absolutely be there again. And just think about all that we thought about. We thought about all the resiliency that we went through last year, right? The storm, the this, that, that. And we we're talking about Demar Hamlin. Like there are no distractions now. Right? Because there was, these were all off-field things that were kind of distracting this team. The storm that we had to be displaced and do that. All that is out the window. This was strictly football this year. And we weathered the storm. We went from six and six, having a fourteen percent chance to make the playoffs, to now the number two seed. Don't let that shit go out the window. You can capitalize on this. You have absolutely the way to capitalize, and now you're going to face a Pittsburgh Steelers team with Mason Rudolph. And no disrespect to Mason Rudolph, because he's got some experience. He's got the, he came in the same draft, the draft class as Josh Allen. He's been sitting and just waiting for his time. And you guys know what it is. Tom Brady did the same thing. Sat and waited for his time. So maybe Mason Rudolph is the answer. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you this. We don't have the room to figure it out if he's the guy or not. We got to come after his ass and bring his ass down. Luckily for us, we've got a three-game sample of Mason Rudolph under center. We've got to be defensively on our game because Jalen Warren and Najee Harris are a load to handle. They're going to be running up the middle, running between the tackles, and they're going to be running hard. And listen, this guy will air it out. Mason Rudolph's got a cannon on him. He will air it out, and he's got speed to go with it with Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. Luckily, we are a very good defense. We're a very good defense, and we're we're going to be able to, to, to weather that. We're going to be able to combat that. But big plays are what we have to eliminate because that's our problem. We always allow one big play and then it goes it goes out to the wayside. Now, I'm gonna speak more on this, obviously, this game come Friday. Hopefully, I'm gonna try to, you know, what I mean muster a guest that's a Pittsburgh Steelers content creator. I'm gonna try to get him on and we can talk about it, have honest conversation and not, you know, what I mean going back. My team's gonna not nah, be like that, right? But it's good to get that out. Now, here on our side, we got some dogs too. We bark as well. I mean, they got some we they got some dogs that bark, so do we. Dalton Kincaid is coming into his own. He got over 60, what, 60 receptions this year. I think he finished with over 70, 70 receptions. Let me see what uh, my man finished with, right? Dawson Knox healthy. So we can now integrate from going 12 personnel to 11 personnel, 10 personnel, right? Um, You have Khalil Shakir that has really come on. He had... He just he had a really good game on Sunday, but he had a game where he had six receptions for 92 yards back against, what is it, Philly? I can't remember who it was. So he's, he's put together some games, and he's put together a reliable target for Josh Allen. Having Gabe Davis not be out there is a bummer because Gabe Davis does stretch the field for us. But now this is where somebody else has to step up. Somebody else is going to have to step up. Maybe Deontay Hardy steps up. But, the, but we live and die with Josh Allen. We live and die with Josh Allen. And it's gotta be, it's gotta be that way. These, these, these interceptions, these turnovers, they absolutely, I grow tired of them. I've been saying it for the longest time. That brother has to mature at one point. 18 interceptions, I get it. 44 touchdowns, though, nothing to scoff at. But 18 interceptions is wild. Fam, we gotta keep that shit down, bro. And it's, it's come to the point where it's like, you're giving one away one a game. You might have a guy that takes it right back to the house and puts six on you. Those are the situations we can't have. So it's going to be a good one. So we're going to have a, we're going to go back at it again on Friday and, and really talk about it and get things cracking. And, uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Cause this team is destined for good things, man. And by the way, Dalton Kincaid finished with 73 receptions, 673 yards, and two touchdowns. That's a solid rookie year. That's a solid rookie year. I'd love to see what uh, Sam Laporta finished with. Sam Laporta was an absolute freaking beast this year, bro. Sam Laporta this year, 86 receptions. Dude, 86 receptions. So Dalton Kincaid finished with 73 receptions. And Kincaid, you would think that Sam Laporta had a monster year. Way more over the over than Dalton Kincaid, eighty six receptions to Dalton seventy three. Dalton had what six uh, six hundred yards, almost shy of seven hundred. Sam Laporta had 8, 8, 889, but the big one is he had ten touchdowns. Ten touchdowns. So in the red zone, they were looking Sam Laporta's way, but we already knew Sam Laporta was going to be a boss when he came into the league. But Kincaid was not far behind, and you wait. Because Kincaid wasn't like the guy right off the bat. Don't forget, we have Dawson Knox. But when Dawson Knox got hurt, it was the Kincaid show. So going to year two, we're going to see a lot from Kincaid. We're going to see a lot from Shakir. So the future is bright, man. So for those talking about, oh, the window's closed. Really, though? If you think about the window being closed for the Buffalo Bills, y'all are wild, right? The window's never closed, A, with Josh Allen. All right? We've got some youth on our side. Kincaid. You got a second-year player in Khalil Shakir. Yeah, yeah, the window's closed. We had, for the first time in a long time, our old line was able to stay intact. We have a young right tackle. We have a a, a Pro Bowl left tackle, right? Mitch Morris is a veteran guy. We're probably going to need to replace that portion of the game. McGovern, still a young dude, right? We got a rookie in Torrance. He's learning. The rookie, the, the window's closed, all right. You got Diggs that's got one more solid year out of him, maybe two out of us, right? We could write the ship and get these things cracking again. And now now we draft a receiver. Yeah, yeah, the window's closed. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Ed Oliver having a damn all pro year. He got snuffed for the Pro Bowl, but he's an all pro. I don't care what anybody tells me. He had a monster year. He went from what, 29, he had what, 30, 30 pressures last year up to 66 pressures. Unbelievable the year that he's had, right? You look at AJ Epinesa has really come on. I think that we'll probably bring AJ Epinesa back. I can't see why not. He's really showed that he could really really be an asset to the team. Now, what kind of contract we give him? That's a whole different ballgame, right? You got Matt Milano coming back. You got Terrell Bernard that had a phenomenal year. You got Christian Benford really coming on and potentially going to be the corner that that stays on that squad for a while. Trey White returns. Now, is he going to be the same guy? Who knows, right? And all now, at this point, we just got you know to I mean, figure out what we're going to do with those safeties in the back because we're, you know, they're a little older. But the window being closed? Nah, y'all tripping, man. We're going to be back at it. We're going to be back at it. You better put some respect on these Bills' name, man. We're going to be back at it. But uh, I feel good about this. I feel good about these playoffs chances. We made it. That's what matters. And could you imagine if everybody was healthy? We'd be a dangerous team. We already are a dangerous team. Just imagine if we had Trey White back just feeling like himself. Matt Milano and Terrell Bernard running things. Bro, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for next year, but I'm excited for what we have right now. So that being said, folks, that's my time. I appreciate y'all. And uh, we're going to do it again on Tuesday. And the, the season's not over, but the, but the the regular season is, is, is over. And I, I want to thank you guys on behalf of the whole BF crew. To my man Pierre, to my man Rev, to my man Zbot, to my man, uh, uh, my man Bobby, holding down on Instagram, and the whole writing crew that we have that's been putting out articles and banging out articles, bro. You guys have supported us this whole season. Regular season done. Now it's playoff mode. So we're in playoff mode, and we're ready to get after it, man. Yo, four more games. Four more games. We're that close. We're four games away from really doing this thing, man. So we'll see how this pops off, man. So uh much love and much much love and appreciation to everybody that is that joins, that subscribes, that's hit the like button, that has supported us in the BF merch. And speaking of BF merch, we got some merch, we got some merch, people. We have some merch because if you know the Buffalo Bills won that AFC East title for the fourth straight time. Go ahead and get yours now. We got all colors: red, blue. Oh, you want that white? Get that white in there. Get that black in there. I think that black is pretty smooth. So jump in there. Supportbf.com is really that simple. And if you want to become a member, hit that like and supportbf.com, and you become a member and everything is all there. Folks, thank you guys very much. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. It's your boy Rico. Y'all enjoy the rest of your evening, and we will see you back at it again on Friday. I'm going to try to get myself some guests. If you know any Pittsburgh Steelers fans or content creators, yo, send them my way. We're going to try to get them on the show. But uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. So until next time, it's your boy Rico. It's the Buffalo Fanatics, and we'll catch you guys on the flip. And until next time, I'm out. Peace.
1: the people in the middle
2: Yeah, you get it. Every time.
3: And if you love the filet
0: of
1: fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers.